0: Joe Burrow has surgery with training camp looming. Lamar Jackson, is it his turn to get paid? And which coaches are on the hot seat? Hi again, everyone. I'm James Erpine, and he is Tony Wiggins. Welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. And thank you so much for making us your first listen. Tony, let's dive into the news of Tuesday afternoon, Ian Rappaport, the first one to report this from NFL network, Joe Burrow undergoing surgery, uh, not an emergency appendectomy, but wasn't feeling well the past couple of days had appendicitis, had his appendix taken out Uh, is expected to fully recover, of course, but unfortunate timing with the Bengals practicing their first training camp practice on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, it is unfortunate. Um, And uh, I know all too much about ab- abdominal pain with my bouts with diverticulitis. And uh, they sometimes get those two confused, by the way, uh, when you go in for diverticulitis. Some of the symptoms is the same as a, uh, an appendix. But uh, good thing, you know, you never want it to happen, but good thing it happened now so they can get it taken care of with so much time left in the preseason. I'm here in a week, a week and a half before he's back out at the, at the facility. Of course, he's going to probably stay hydrated while he's in, and all of those things, but good to get this out of the way now. You don't ever want it to happen, but good to get it out of the way now so he can uh, go ahead. But it's just just, you don't want to ever hear about your quarterback going under the knife, especially when he's had something else uh, go wrong before. But uh, obviously uh, the news, uh, when it came out, I looked it up, and they said, no problem, as long as they caught it, because that could be a problem if they don't catch it in time. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
0: And that's the thing is – It is bad timing in a sense, but it's also great timing in another sense because there's 40 plus days until the start of the regular season when the Bengals play the Steelers on September 11th. And so he should be good to go there. And since it's early enough, it wouldn't be shocking to see him, you know, maybe play a few snaps in the preseason. Now, he wasn't going to play much in the preseason, anyways. Right. But yeah, a, a week or two from now, could he take a bunch of mental reps? It's not like the quarterback's getting hit, anyways. Um, but if the, the one thing I know, and naturally, you know, I'm talking about the Bengals all the time, on locked on Bengals. Zach Taylor isn't going to rush this. He's going to make sure that well Burrow nice. is 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 100 exactly. What's what's the rush? So it, it's as far as surgeries are concerned, it is minor. At the same time, it's like man, that's the last thing you want to hear right. is that you know QB one is is going under the knife, like you said. So it's a little scary, right? I think for fans, the yeah. first hear it, but overall, and really, I can't think of a time, can you of a star quarterback undergoing surgery right at the start of training camp for no, something I, random?
1: I, if I recall, McNabb had something with his core with some mm. sort of an ulcer back in the day, but uh, I don't know if it ever happened around training camp. The The one thing I will tell you is this. They won't rush it, and in the grand scheme of the macro level, it's not that big of a deal, but it is in, in this sense, and, and I know we're just a couple of guys, you're more athletic than I am, but I... Uh, these dudes, they fine-tune everything. It's almost like how a boxer gets ready for a championship fight, and he knows he has to be within 10 pounds of his weight the week before. So he might walk around 25 pounds heavier. They sort of time this thing all the way to the weigh-in. And the weigh-in, he comes in at a half a pound underneath the weight limit. Then he rehydrate. So these, these finely-tuned athletes and football players are that, every little thing matters, especially the quarterback position. So – I'm sure it threw him off a little bit. You know, it, it threw off everything. He knew what he wanted to weigh during training camp. He's going to probably lose a couple of pounds during camp. But during the season, there's just all, it, all it's all maintenance. I, mm-hmm. Folks might not know this, but the NFL players have told me, oh, I ain't gaining no weight during the year. I'm not, unless you're hurt. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you gain weight. Other than that, whatever you weigh, when you leave break training camp, that's probably what you're going to try to maintain. And they just do maintenance all year. Ain't nobody getting bigger unless you're on the practice squad, you're not getting bigger and stronger. You do that in the off season. So the only thing that would concern me is that he was timing this thing to come in at a certain place and get the reps with his team. But then that concern is a little bit alleviated because when I think of the Bengals and all of their skill positions, he knows everybody. They're all coming back is maybe except the tight end. It's the same bunch. They're just going to get together and do the same old dance that they always do. And, uh, That's why you can kind of temper it a little bit. And plus, with his history, with all of the injuries that he had with that one leg, for him to even come back last year and put himself in a position where he's considered a top-five quarterback, I was absolutely amazed, especially since his injuries happened when he was a rookie.
0: Yeah, I mean, over the past year, we we know about the the ACL and and undergoing that, and that's obviously been a year and a half now since he had that surgery. Mm -hmm. But let's just take that into consideration. He was on the field for OTAs. After going through that, his first steps were uh, December 25th after the surgery, which was December 2nd, I believe, if I'm recalling that right, in 2020. And you're right, rebounded. But even last year, he had a throat contusion that he had to go to the hospital for after a game. He had a dislocated pinky that he played through on his throwing hand uh, for much of the back half of the season. He's got a high pain threshold. And so with something like this that is minor and not in the middle of the year, you know, that's why you make sure he's fully recovered because he may, three days from now, he may be like, I feel pretty good <laughs> yep. and, and because it's a minor surgery relative to the the stuff he's dealt with. So I think he's, uh, you know, you're right. I think he's established himself as one of the top five guys and you got to be patient with him. But overall, I think it's better now than later and it shouldn't disrupt the Bengals in the regular season. Up next, Lamar Jackson. We'll stick with the AFC North. Is it time for Lamar Jackson to get paid? But first, a word from Dave, because I got to be honest, and we should all be honest with ourselves. There's always a time, and there's been a time throughout our lives where you've needed a little extra cash. Well, with Dave, you're going to be able to get that cash fast. It is the free app you can download in the App Store today, and there's no interest or credit checks needed, and you can get up to $500 instantly with Extra Cash. So you need a little bit uh, of money in a gap to get you to payday or to get you through because something unforeseen came out. You can check it out right now and, and get help that you need with Dave. Download the Dave app from the App Store. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for Extra Cash and an Extra Cash account and get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash illegal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future, you will thank you with Dave.
1: All right, walking through a Wednesday here on Locked On NFL with James Rapine and Tony Wiggins, talking quarterbacks. By the way, there's a quarterback in Jacksonville who on on Tuesday yesterday uh, completed 100 of his passes. In short, but he did it. I just want to let you know that, right? Since so we talk about <laughs> oh your quarterback, I got to te- tell you about mine a little bit. He got a little spicy yesterday. Okay, would you would
0: you would you think though about Calavon Von Chase on? Saying you know, plea the fifth there.
1: I think Caleb Vaughn can run for office one day because he did the uh, exact he did the right thing. You're supposed to do you know you you don't make the Bayou Bengals mad now. You know you, you got to take care of the home front and make sure that uh, you say the right things. But make
0: the Bayou Bengals mad. You think he would have said Trevor Lawrence? He wasn't saying Trevor Lawrence.
1: No, I'm that's what I'm saying. He made sure not oh. to say. But by the same token, he didn't say Trevor wasn't the guy either. Uh, because he has to play, play on a team with him. But obviously, one guy's going to the Super Bowl. Another guy has a lot to prove. Uh, Trevor looks good, though. We're going to talk about somebody else that that uh, we like. I think we both have said that in the past. Kyler Murray got his money with a weird closet. And I'm sure the guys have discussed that yesterday. Um, Lamar Jackson. If you're Lamar Jackson, are you sitting around saying, the longer they wait, the more they got to come see me? Because college just got all this pay, all this pay with all of these stipulations in it, and, and the weird contract stuff. But the longer they wait, the more mm-hmm. they're going to have to pay me. And do you think Lamar at some point is going to break the bank?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And if you're the Ravens, what's the what is the holdup? Like, do the Ravens not believe in Lamar? Do they not buy in, or does Lamar? And and here's the other side of this. Does Lamar, because he's the one that's kind of been dragging his feet about it a little bit, does he look at this situation and say, you know, I could sign here long-term, but I I need the the right weapons around me, and I want to see if they're capable of doing that. And Hollywood Brown obviously got traded, and I really like what the Ravens did in the draft, but guess Mm -hmm. what they didn't do this offseason? Add proven weapons, wide receiver. I mean – are are the Ravens' weapons better than the Jaguars' weapons that Trevor Lawrence has? I'm just throwing it out th- there.
1: I don't think so. I,
0: it, but that's insane because we're talking about a team that's supposed to be a Super Bowl contender and an offensive-driven league. And I get it. Lamar Jackson is a weapon. I mean, he is one of the best weapons in the NFL. And you don't have to convince me. Still need help. You know, Joe Burrow needs Needs a Jamar Chase and a T. Higgins. You know, these guys, if you're going to win at that level, Matt Stafford needed a Cooper Cup, loved having an Odell Beckham Jr. I'm sure he's excited as hell about Allen Robinson and a Van Jefferson behind him. And uh Van Jefferson would Van Jefferson. <laughs> I'll say Van Jefferson would yeah. be the Ravens number two wide receiver. No doubt. And he's the most experienced receiver, you know, the most proven commodity on that receiving court. So that's the part of it that I come back to. I wonder if Lamar for his much as Baltimore has done Mm -hmm. is kind of questioning, are they going to put the right stuff around me so I can win? And I know they put the system around him. I get it. But I I wonder if he has some reservations.
1: They have to a certain extent because you got to think Baltimore should be the one team that realizes you don't have to win the way that you want to win. Like this, this traditional quarterback stuff. They, They should be the one team that knows that, you have to take what you have and be able to win with that. You know why they should be the one that know? Because they did it before twice with Trent Dilfer and with with Flacco. Neither one of those dudes great, but they figured it out, and they found a way to win with that. Lamar Jackson provides you a lot more than either one of those dudes ever did. And I know Joe could throw it down the field, but he also had Anquan Bolden when they won the championship. The thing for me is, is, why don't they figure it out that, that this is what they want and just go overboard and just try to make the guy a lifetime Raven because in the NFL, it's all about demand, right? Let's just say <laughs> Lamar Jackson was available. You'd have teams lining up to pay him and trade for whatever it is. Yeah. There would be, I guarantee it to be at least 10 teams, at least 10 of them right now that will go, I'll take it. We'll take all of that right now. You don't think, maybe next year if Tom Brady retires, whoever's in Tampa will say, we'll take it. Bring it down here. Sure. We'll we'll take it right now. So the thing with me is they got to get this figured out. And a team that has handled, for the most part, that has handled everything, and they've been one of those organizations that people want to actually go and play for, I think they sort of dropped the ball on this one. And – whether it's Lamar or whether it's them or whether and I don't agree with people on TV. One thing I don't like was when folks get in other people's pockets. Mm-hmm. And when and and when folks say that Lamar's gambling on himself, and then the personalities on TV get they start yelling and screaming and start saying, Well, you mean he's gambling on gambling on himself? No, it's exactly what he means. He's got Joe Flacco gambled on himself. They offered him 75 million. He went and won the MVP of the Super Bowl and they gave him a buck 20. It's, it, it's it's up to the If these guys want to turn down money, that's fine, especially if they're going to get more or if they believe they're going to get more. And if they don't get more, that's on them. So I ain't going to be in a guy's pocket like that. But I do think a guy needs to feel appreciated, especially when he's won an MVP. And there's some people out there saying, well, I don't care how many MVPs he won. He's never considered a great quarterback. You cannot pretend anything in the NFL. There's a car accident waiting to happen every single player. I was just out at practice, and I saw 37 guys that's going to get cut that all look like they can go – and be in a, a professional wrestling. So you're not by accident going in there and, and winning a, a damn MVP and winning seventy some odd percent of your games, and people sitting there and go, "Yeah, but he's still not great." Bull crap. If you if, if you do what he's done, then that means you can do it all day, every day of the week.
0: Sure. No, I, I one one hundred percent. And it's kind of funny. I'll, I'll tie Kyler Murray into it since he's the the most recent one to get paid, and people are like, "They paid him what?" Mm-hmm. It, for Kyler Murray, oh my mm-hmm. god, and it's like, yeah, duh. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell did you think was going to happen? Kyler mm-hmm. Murray is a freak. The fact that he can do that stuff at five foot seven or eight or nine or whatever the hell you want to you, measure, you, you, him just in, keep
1: whether inch- you just keep chopping inches off that dude. So, I, I, I thought he was 5'11. you just gonna make him shorter and shorter. Every-
0: <laughs> he is not 5'11, I'll tell you that. I, no, I, I would agree. be shocked it,
1: if he ain't 5'11.
0: No, I mean 5'11 it would be tall. I mean he looks up to 5'11, but right. he's a freak. Like Lamar's a freak. And they're different quarterbacks. I like Kyler's arm a bit more. I um I, I like Lamar, by the way, I like Lamar's personality in the locker room more than Kyler's. Mm-hmm. But when you get one of those guys, you pay them. Kirk Cousins has gotten paid for Ooh. damn near a decade. Okay. I'm glad
1: you these, I'm glad you said it.
0: These two guys are aliens and Kirk Cousins is us. All right, they're freaks compared to him. That doesn't mean he's a bad quarterback mm-hmm. by any stretch. He's really really good quarterback. But they're just different. And when you get different, it's hard to replace different. So I think the the Ravens want to extend Lamar and they better because here's the thing. If Deshaun Watson comes back for the Browns, he's really good. Joe Burrow Is It it could be great, by the way. Joe Burrow is trending to be great. Do you really want to risk it? I mean, think about it. The one thing Baltimore has kind of struggled with is getting the quarterback right until Mm -hmm. Lamar, including Joe Flacco. Flacco was good, and he had a really good post, a great postseason. But it's not like Flacco was this top five. Remember the Joe Flacco elite discussion that we had forever? He was never elite. He was never one of those guys. And so when you have one, you got to keep him. Uh, regardless of how people say he can read defenses and all that stuff. Uh, how about you give him some weapons and see if he
1: can read that? Absolutely. You give him some weapons uh, instead of arming him with 97 tight ends and 12 running backs. How about giving them some wide receivers that can stay healthy and who, you know, all of these other quarterbacks have these guys with this catch radius that we brag about. Right. But we talk about them as if they're just so accurate. Nothing against Hollywood Brown, but that's pretty much what you've given him in terms of catch ratings. You want to talk about a dude that's five nine, five ten? There you go, right there. And you, so if if you don't believe as a staff that he's very accurate, especially on things down 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 the field, then why would you now give him a receiver where he has to be totally accurate in order to be accurate? That doesn't make mm-hmm. sense to me. That's a, that's a flaw on you in terms of your team building. So they need to get it together in Baltimore, man, because they've always seemed to have it together and always do the right things about their talent and their players. But we got to remember Ozzie Newsom isn't in that building anymore. So we, it, there's a lot probably left to be desired in terms of team building.
0: Yeah. And and you, you wonder, I do wonder, does it get to a point where they, we talk about trade rumblings. I mean, that happened with Kyler. And mm-hmm. so if they don't get a deal done and he goes into the season, plays at a really high level, is it, do they tag him? Do they go that route? It's, It's interesting, and it's going to be interesting. But up next, we're going to switch gears, and we're going to dive into, well, John Harbaugh not on the hot seat, but there are some NFL head coaches that are, and that's what we're going to do next right here on Locked On NFL. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, from the NFL to Lamar Jackson and his MVP odds, which I love, by the way. They're nice and juicy, and he's already won one, so could he win another? Absolutely he could. Uh, Or maybe you just want to wager on Major League Baseball or NBA future odds with Kevin Durant potentially going to Boston. Yes, Boston should give up an extra pick or two if they can land KD. Well, head to BetOnline today. Use your mobile device to sign up. It's the easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. It's awesome. It's easy to use. It's a, a great platform, and you could start winning today. So don't delay. Go to BetOnline, where the game starts.
1: You start here with us making us your first listen or your next listen. It depends if you listen to Locked On Jaguars or Locked On Bengals first. (laughs) Either way, you do the right thing in Locked On NFL is here every Monday through Friday with different uh, personalities every single week. That gives you a different outlook and a different perspective from around the National Football League. Reminder, we're free on all platforms. Make sure you like and subscribe. We got a job. Some other guys have a job, James, that (laughs) might be on the hot seat this year and might want to look over their shoulder Michael Jackson said look over my shoulder honey you know uh, there are a few guys out here that uh, are obvious and I'll start in Dallas since you call me a closeted cowboy fan Mike Mm -hmm. McCarthy is in trouble regardless of the fact that Jerry Jones Mm -hmm. yesterday said I think he can win the Super Bowl and I have options if I didn't think so he wouldn't be here paraphrasing him but say what you want to say dude is an absolute trouble, in my opinion, in Dallas, especially if they don't get off to a fast start.
0: It's fair. No, it's fair. And I don't know if they'll get off to a fast. I don't know how good the Cowboys are going to be. I don't Mm -hmm. don't put them in the same category as some of these other teams that are are higher on the list. And so, yeah, I I think uh, the Mike McCarthy hot seat is going to be discussed a lot. And by the way, that's what comes with coaching in Dallas. He had to have known that when he accepted that job. And it's it's just the pressure that comes with it. And who knows? Maybe there's some loyalty there, but I, I certainly think that, that he's on the hot seat. Um, can I give you one that no one's talking about?
1: Sure. I'm looking at three more on my list and I'm sure whatever you're talking about isn't on here because I, it sounds like you're going to shock me here.
0: I, I don't think it is. And it's a team I covered very briefly for, you know, a year, year and a half. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Ooh. You sure if the Cleveland Browns don't flop? I'm just, if they don't flop, or if they do flop, excuse me, Kevin Stefanski's not going to be on the hot seat. They trade for Deshaun Watson. They blow up the Baker Mayfield experiment. Uh, they get OBJ out of town. Jarvis Landry's no longer there. They do get Amari Cooper. They have two great running backs in this run first, play action style system, and really, uh, you know, a, a high end offensive line an offense that should be pretty good with Jacoby Brissett. And we don't know at this moment how many games Deshaun Watson will be suspended for as we record this on Tuesday afternoon. But that's one where it's like, man, I know this. The Haslams have a quick trigger, and Stefanski did flash some, but that was a damn good roster. I mean, really, really good roster when they went to the playoffs a a couple of years ago. I know there's a lot of distractions, and I'm not saying it's a certain thing. But if the Browns finish last in the AFC North after everything they went through to to get Deshaun Watson, and let's say he plays half the season, you're telling me Stefanski's feet aren't going to be a little hot, that that chair isn't going to be at least slightly warm, mid-warm? kind of? So I, I would name him as, as a guy that maybe not really on the hot seat yet, but could be depending on how this season plays out and um, would not shock me one bit given uh, their history
1: in Cleveland. I'll go with it. I think you're right. And it's because what happens when failure comes? I know here in Jacksonville firsthand. What happens in Jacksonville is we look for somebody to blame it on. First person was Freddie Kitchens, right? Or he might have been the second person. It might have been John Dorsey first. Then it was Freddie Kitchens, right? Then after Freddie Kitchens, it was probably Odell Beckham, right? Then Mm -hmm. once we got rid of Odell then we got rid of Baker. So for a team that is constantly looking for the person and getting it wrong, by the way, whose fault it was, or maybe not wrong, but just incomplete, right? You're thinking you're <laughs> healing yourself and, and you're really not. So now it's Baker. If things don't go their way this year, after they, with an owner like Jimmy Haslam, after all of the things you named offensively that they have, now I'm going to go defensively what they have. They have one of the five most impact players in Miles Garrett, Along mm-hmm. with guys like J.J. I mean uh, T.J. White, and of course Aaron Donald, and, and, and a few other people, that are, are are the names that you mentioned, the five most impactful defenders in the NFL, right? So you have that. They have a, a like a hundred million dollar cornerback in Zell and Denzel Ward, right? So they've addressed that. They've spent high draft picks and a lot of free agency money on safety, correct? So mm-hmm. so now you start looking around. It's like, what else can we do? We've got all of these resources on offense and defense. We have this quote unquote perfect team with all of our resources used. We keep getting rid of cargo that we thought was the wrong cargo. But what happens is it was just incomplete. We probably should have just blew it all up all at once. And now we're taking this PR beating because we get Deshaun Watson in here. We structured this contract that the way that we did. And it appears that we just was all laissez-faire and didn't care about all of those things that he was accused of, even though I will put about 15 other teams in that boat because they would have taken Watson, too. The thing is, is at some point, people who are looking somewhere to blame someone instead of looking at themselves like the owner, they will make a move to say, wasn't me. It's not me. It's somebody hmm. else. Cleveland has a track record of doing that and, and not being very good at doing it. So, no, it wouldn't surprise me at all if, if they don't do well they don't have anything else to do. They, they, oh, the only thing they could do is hold a mirror up to themselves and they're mm-hmm. hesitant to do that.
0: Yep. No, I, I agree. I will say this. Freddie Kitchens, I think, is awful. But the <laughs> track record is still the track record. Uh, so there's right. that. Uh, I'll give you another one. And I actually would make a pretty significant bet online wager that this guy is on your list. Is a guy by the name of Brandon Staley. He absolutely on is on the
1: list because yep. there's another, it's almost identical. When yep. you look at their roster, got the quarterback, yep. got the pass rusher, got the all world safety, got the corner, got two wide receivers, have addressed the offensive line, have addressed the defensive line and linebacker. In the, what is next in Charger Land? You can't blame it on anything else anymore except you're being run by people who shouldn't run the team and, and you're not doing things the right way because we're going to start mm-hmm. hearing you. They're wasting just uh, Herbert's talent. We were mm-hmm. out there today and there was a bunch of media guys talking at training camp and they were talking about how good Herbert is. And for the life of me, he's never won a playoff game. So what does that tell you? If They think he's that good and he hasn't won a game. They think he's better than Joe Burrow, by the way. And he oh yeah, they do. And he yeah, hasn't, they do. right. And he hasn't done anything. Then why? it's because of somebody else, not him. It's other people's fault. So when you have folks that think that way and and, and they love this player and that player isn't getting to the level of these other guys, they got to look and find somebody to blame it on. Right. So yeah, he could be gone. He could be, and he probably might deserve it if he doesn't turn it around.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think that and Herbert's great, by the way, um, the dolphins are the ones that should be pretty upset that they did what they did, but I still lean Burrow, but that's neither here nor there. What uh, n- another team or two or another coach or two that you got I, on your
1: list? I got two real quick. And uh, Ron Rivera, as much as he's liked, Ooh. as much as he's liked, Ooh. you know, that those people up there aren't very patient at all with not winning, even though he made the playoffs two years ago and actually played Tampa very tough in yeah, the divisional. Did. And the other one was Matt Rule. I, I-, I kind of think yeah. there's a bunch that's of That's the easy one. That's the easy one right there, man. If he doesn't get it done, they keep trading for all these quarterbacks, trading draft picks for players other people don't want. They did it three times now. They did it with Baker. They did it with Donald. And they did it with C.J. Henderson, where they're giving up early round picks for people. They drafted, they traded for C.J. Henderson the same year they drafted the other cornerback, and now they dra- turned around this year and drafted yet another uh, left tackle and then signed another corner. So at some point, they're getting real redundant. They're redundant in the fact that they traded two years in a row for two former first round pick quarterbacks from that's the same just, draft. That's, that's yeah. just weird, man. So at some point they're going to also and that owner is let me tell you how impatient he is. This dude spent a million of his own dollars and then just cut down and just cut a project out for the mm-hmm. office. You don't think he'll cut, get rid of Matt Rule and send him with his Jim Trestle cardigans back to college football. He'll do it in a heartbeat.
0: Let me give you one more. And it's kind of under the radar and it might not even be like in danger of being fired. Mm-hmm. It might be like a mutually agreed to part ways type thing. We sure Pete Carroll is going to be the head coach of the Seahawks in 2023. No, we're not. We're not. That, will he want to be there in 2023? That's the other part here. I mean, they're chasing a quarterback. If Drew luck is lock, isn't it? Excuse me. Uh, and isn't Drew luck as in Andrew luck, <laughs> which he's not going to be then. What do you do at quarterback? Now, maybe they get the number one pick, and, and you, you take the kid out of Alabama. You can go to Ohio State with Stroud or, or whatever you want to do. But if you don't get Lover Stroud, then I don't know, man. I, I just I don't know how long he's going to sit there and it stay just there seems with, like that with whole Geno thing. Smith
1: and, and Drew Locke. That whole thing just reeks of just needing to be rebooted. I, and, I, and I don't like saying that guys who won Super Bowls and – who, are, who, who Pete Carroll over the last 15 years has been one of the best coaches in the NFL, but sometimes it just feels like it's stale. And that, that it, I like Seattle. I like the weather, but their weather, if you, if you don't like the sun coming out, you'll love it. But so if you get there, sometimes you're like, I'm tired of it looking like this. Maybe that that's how the team feels too. That, you know, it's time for something else, especially if they go out there and lay another five and 11, six and 10 or, or five and 12 or six and 11, whatever it is now with 17 games. My math is that's that new math. But if they go out there and do that, uh, eventually people will start saying, okay, appreciate you. And thanks for all of that time with the Legion of Boom, but we need to move on and do something else. Yep. And, and we'll see if that
0: happens. But uh, here's what I know. Training camp in full swing. And we're with you every single Wednesday, but locked on NFL is daily. So subscribe on YouTube, follow wherever you get your podcasts. And for Tony Wiggins, I'm James Erpine signing off for now on Locked On NFL.